Welcome to Berry Aftercare, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 38. No one can do it for you, but you can't do it alone. You know from past experiences of losing weight that no one else could do the work it took to get those pounds off. You were the one who drank two protein shakes every day, who got up and went to the gym at the crack of dawn, who ate nothing but cabbage soup for a week, or who restricted themselves from even a single gram of a simple carb. And the minute you stopped the behavior that led to the weight loss, the weight came back with a vengeance. A reality you need to keep in mind regarding bariatric surgery is that you can regain some or all of the weight you lose following your surgery. To prevent regain, you've got to turn the behaviors you learn from the dietitian into a way of life. Here's the thing about making permanent changes in your life and developing a healthy lifestyle. No one can do any of those things for you. And yet, you can't always do them alone. Listen in and find out what I'm suggesting here and how you can create a healthy lifestyle that lasts the rest of your life, which of course includes maintaining your post-op weight loss. And be sure to check out the complete Berry Aftercare program at www.berryaftercare.com. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to Berry Aftercare. I am your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton, and today we're talking about a reality. We're having a little reality check, a little dose of maybe a little harsh reality, but that reality is you can't do this alone and nobody can do it for you. So what does that even mean? And I kind of got that bass backwards because what I meant to say is <laughs> nobody can do this for you and you can't do it alone. So what is the this that nobody can do for you? Well, the this is getting that weight off and keeping it off, right? Nobody can do that for you. And the reality is you can't do it alone either. So we're going to talk about that today. See what uh, your thoughts are. I hope you share some comments with me. Maybe give me some feedback. That'd be awesome. But I'm going to talk about what we've been building up to, you know, we've covered a lot of topics over the last several months. And the reality is, and you know this, that weight loss and weight maintenance requires hard work and effort. And in my experience, over these many, many years, over 16 years that I have worked specifically in the bariatric community, I know that so many people go into this wanting the weight off. I get that. I want that for you as well. But what I know is that so many people go into it and that's all that's on their mind. So if you're a new listener, if you haven't had your surgery yet, or if you have recently had your surgery, please understand that absolutely that is one of the most important parts. That is one of the most critical aspects of why people choose to have weight loss surgery. It's an amazing gift, an amazing tool 
that helps you get that weight off, right? So of course, that's one of the things that you want to do is to get that weight off. But I want you to think back over time because most of you have done things in the past where you wanted to get that weight off. And most of you were able to do that. Why do I know this? (laughs) Because I talk to at least 20 people each and every week for a pre-surgical evaluation. And I'm going to say a good half to three-fourths of those people have done the, you know, the weight loss roller coaster. They've lost weight, they've regained, they've lost weight, they've regained. And so many times they say, I can get the weight off. I just can't keep the weight off. Well, newsflash. In order to keep weight off, regardless of how you lose it, You have to continue to do the things to keep it off that you did to get the weight off. And that is why, my friends, as you and I know, diets don't work. Because unless you stay on whatever diet you were on to lose the weight, you're going to gain the weight back the minute you go off of it. And it's so annoying. It's so annoying for the person struggling to lose the weight. It's so annoying for the family members. It's so annoying for the professionals. It's just so annoying for everybody except the people who are making money off those damn diets, right? Because they're raking it in. They're raking it in. They're raking it in. Why are they raking it in? Because everybody keeps looking for the next best thing. What's going to get this weight off? What's going to get this weight off? Got to think further down the road. How are we going to keep this weight off? And hopefully you know by now that no fad diet is going to keep weight off. So many people have done keto. They've lost weight on that. The minute they go off the keto diet, they gain that weight back in a heartbeat. People did the Adkins diet. They lost tons of weight, but unless they live according to the Adkins diet, they're going to regain the weight. Think about weight loss medication. While that can help, think about your personal experience with weight loss medication. You probably lost weight in a big old hurry and you probably gained it back in almost the same amount of time when you came off of it. Think about liquid diets. I mean, it's just, it's just a frustration for everybody, right? Because you get that weight off, but unless you live on a liquid diet for the rest of your life, or unless you don't eat any carbs for the rest of your life, which is certainly not a healthy option, Unless you eat two protein shakes and one lean and green every day for the rest of your life, you're likely going to regain that weight. So if your goal going into weight loss surgery is, I want to get that weight off, please stop, change the goal. I want to keep that weight off. We'll talk about that a little bit more. All right. So. Sadly, and I try not to bring this up at the beginning of an evaluation for somebody who's preparing for surgery, but sometimes I just do because they're talking about how they've lost weight, you know, on whatever diet and then they regained it or then they did this and they lost the weight again. I can keep the weight, but I can't keep it off. And it's so hard for me to resist this question at that early stage in the interview, because I don't want to discourage people. 
I do want people to know the truth though. So a lot of times and always at some point in the, in the process of the evaluation, I will say to them, what makes you think that weight loss surgery will be any different in terms of keeping the weight off if you don't follow through with what you do to lose the weight. Now, that doesn't mean you can continue to have weight loss surgery. But what you're taught as a bariatric patient is that you eat throughout the day, right? You eat smaller meals. You start with protein, right? You, you don't drink sugar. You don't eat a lot of simple processed carbs. You know, for the most part, 80 to 85% or whatever your dietitian recommends, you're eating super healthy foods. There's a little room, a little wiggle room, right? They'll also tell you a lot of dietitians, bariatric dietitians will say have two servings of carbs a day. So that means you don't get to have pancakes for breakfast and a grilled cheese for lunch and pizza for dinner and pasta for dessert, right? That's now how it works. There are many people who head into the weight loss surgery process who think I'll eat what I want. I'll eat less of it. I don't know many people for whom that works well, right? If what they eat is a constant diet of processed, simple carbs and a whole lot of sugar and desserts, that's not going to keep that weight off for very long. So here's the deal. If you've got a history of losing weight, but regaining because you go off of the diet or because you go back to unhealthy habits, you really need to spend some time thinking about how you're going to do that differently, right? You have to do the work. Weight loss surgery is such an amazing tool. It's such a gift to be able to get that stubborn weight off. I totally understand people's frustrations and giving up on a diet. When you're putting forth a whole bunch of effort in terms of changing your what you're eating and increased exercise, but you're getting no results. I totally understand how frustrating that would be and how easy it would be just to say, well, forget it. Totally get that. However, with weight loss surgery, you're going to get the results. You're going to lose that weight as long as you're doing what you've been instructed to do, or you don't have some completely, you know, other medical issues that stunt that process. So things like PCOS make it difficult to lose weight, make it a little more difficult sometimes for people, even when they're having weight loss surgery. But for most people, having that surgery means you're going to get a lot of that stubborn weight off, which will give you a lot more enthusiasm and increase your motivation and all of those things. But hopefully, you know, by now, through whatever sources you listen to, whether it's your, your, your uh, online support groups or podcasts or whomever you listen to that weight loss surgery is not a guarantee to keep weight off, right? You've got to do the work. So what is this work that we're talking about? Well, you've heard it before, right? You know, you know, it's the God of dooms, which I refer to, but it's behavior modification. So you have to choose going into this thing, this weight loss surgery process. You've got to choose what's it going to be this time. 
Is it going to be a repeat of the past or a new lifestyle? When I say a repeat of the past, what I mean is you get the weight off and then you regain it because you go back to the same behaviors for whatever reason. You know, you get tired of putting forth the effort or you get discouraged or whatever it is. But I will tell you that if you do what you've always done, you will get what you've always got. Not a shock, not a surprise to anybody, right? So unless you literally put forth that effort every single day of your life to develop a new lifestyle, you're probably going to gain your weight back. And I know you might hate that word. You may hate the words lifestyle change, right? It's like, that sounds awful. That means ongoing exercise. That means eating healthy most of the time. That means, oh my God, no. Following through with what you were taught before surgery. But if you want the improved health and you want to maintain improved health, If you want the improved lifestyle, if you want to continue to do those glorious, wonderful things like living life fully that you're able to do after the surgery, then you have to make a choice to make the lifestyle changes. Now, when I say have to, you don't have to make that choice, but you've got to accept that there are consequences for not making those choices. And that's most likely regain. You've been there before. Is that what you want? Right? It has to be this way. It just has to be. You have to make that dedication. You have to overcome those hurdles. You have to dig deep and see what are the underlying issues that prevent me from following through. Are there any underlying issues? Or am I just not being willing to put forth the effort? You have to make the lifestyle change. What's that mean, a healthy lifestyle? It means you choose health. You know, I talk to people a lot before their surgery, and a lot of times they come out and they have this mantra, I fear regain, I fear regain, I fear regain, I fear regain. Well, there are some schools of thought that will tell you, you will behave in accordance with your most dominant thoughts. So if your most dominant thought is, I fear regain, I fear regain, I fear regain, then guess what? Chances are better you will resort to those behaviors that lead to regain because regain is your most dominant thought. So when I say choose a healthy lifestyle or when anybody says choose a healthy lifestyle and you say, what does that mean? It means you choose health. That's a great mantra. I choose health. 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 And if there is some truth to we move in the direction of our most dominant thought and your most dominant thought is health, I choose the healthy lifestyle. Well, then you're going to make behaviors. You're going to make choices and you're going to choose behaviors that lead you in the direction of health. So healthy lifestyle is an encompassing thing. It's not just I choose healthy food. I choose Health infers I choose better mental health. I choose better emotional health. I choose better physical health. I choose better relationship health. I choose better spiritual health. I choose a better uh, health in my relationship with the earth, my relationship with food. I choose health. 
in all things, right? So a healthy lifestyle when it comes to food means you make healthier food choices. When it comes to relationships, it means I don't put up with a whole lot of unhealthy behavior from other people in my relationships. When it comes to your physical health, it means I choose to engage in physically healthy activities on a regular basis. A lifestyle is about the way in which you live your life. It's kind of an attitude. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, like I said, it's an all encompassing kind of thing. So you want to choose a healthy lifestyle. No one can do this for you. You can't do it alone. Meaning, if I want a healthy lifestyle in the area of my physical health, I'm in one that has to get up off my hind end and do the physical exercise. Now, that being said, (laughs) if there were a way for someone else to work out for me and my body get the benefit, I'd probably pay him to do it. That's not reality. That's not how this works. Nobody can do the exercise for me. So I choose to do it if I want a healthy lifestyle. If I want a healthy lifestyle, and that lifestyle includes I want a healthy body, not only does it include the physical exercise, but it includes what I put into my mouth. Healthy eating, not all of the time. Most of the time, the things that go into my body need to be healthy foods. It also means healthy relationships. So again, it's every area of your life and you make choices based on what you want. Now, what happens when I struggle to follow through? I have to do the exercise, but maybe I'm struggling. So I can't do it alone. Well, I hire a trainer then, or I develop a walking group, or I ask other people to join me, or I go to a class online. You don't have to pay for it right? Or I, you know, I um, get on YouTube, whatever it is, nobody can do it for me, but maybe I can't do it alone. So what kind of help do I need to enlist? Same with your food choices. Nobody can do the healthy eating for me. Nobody can avoid the simple carbs for me. Nobody can get the help for me if I have a food addiction, but I can't do it alone. So maybe I need to hire a bariatric dietitian. Maybe I need to invest in therapy. Maybe I need to ask somebody to help me put together a meal plan. Maybe I need to get somebody to do meal prep with me. I don't know. What does that look like for you? Nobody can do it for you. But you can't do it alone. What about your relationship health? Maybe you're in a relationship with your you know, your, your partner, and it's not a healthy thing. Maybe there are healthy aspects to it, but there are also unhealthy aspects to it. Nobody can make the changes for you in terms of how you communicate, the kind of tone of voice you use. If you use a a direct communication, which we've talked about not too long ago. So nobody can do it for you, but maybe you can't do it alone because maybe you don't know the skills What do you do? Maybe hire a therapist, take some online classes, do what you have to do. I think you're getting the point, right? If you want what you say you want at the outset of weight loss surgery, you need to understand that if you go back to what you had, you'll get what you had before, which is weight loss and then regain. So if you 
want it different, if you want to maintain the weight loss, if your goal needs to change from I want to lose weight to I want to live a healthy lifestyle, part of that healthy lifestyle is maintaining that healthy weight. Then you've got a better goal with which to work and you realize nobody's going to do the hard work for me. (laughs) It's not going to happen. But maybe you need some help along the way. So you choose, right? Because as always, it is your health. It is your life. It's your health and your life every single day that you live. Today, every day. So you have to choose. So I want you to remember that. Nobody can do it for you. You can't do it alone. Get the help you need. And later in the week, I'm going to be talking about some specific places that you can get some help to continue on. You know, when, when we need help from other people where you can go, what kind of therapist should I look for? Or what kind of online resources are there? What kind of apps would be good for this or for that? So I'll share some of that with you on Thursday. And until then, carry on, make healthy choices, get help when you need to. And we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Very Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.